can talk through it at least. Yeah, we can still discuss. We're muted. I just realized we're muted. Welcome to Kibble's Cookies. Go check them out. Custom cookies for any occasion. They're accepting orders for Father's Day and 4th of July right now. If you need anything done for birthdays, graduations, communions, the whole nine yards, go to Kibble's Cookies on Facebook and check them out. They're a great sponsor and their cookies are delicious. I think we can both attest to that one, Case. They are absolutely delightful. Check them out, Kimball's Cookies. And we have another uh, official sponsor now. I don't know if I told you the the deal. Nope. They signed us. Hooray! Yeah. Official sponsorship. Manscaped is a sponsor of the scene snobs. Both of us. I'm doing That's us. Day. That is us. That is us, man. Um, and yeah, so uh, if any of you don't know what Manscaped is, of course, uh, the support for the show was brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the line waist grooming. Waist, below the waistline. Below the line yeah. waist? Below the line waist. No, they don't do that. Uh, Manscaped offers precision engineer tools for your family jewels. They're saving our balls and they can save yours too. Uh, that's our line, by the way. I made that up. Um, and. People love it. So I'm just letting everybody know we came up with that one. (laughs) Uh, They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. We have an exclusive offer for my listener, our listeners, I'm sorry, uh, 20% off and free shipping when you use promo code SNOBS at checkout at manscaped.com. So go over to Manscaped and check them out. Welcome to the Team Snob Podcast. Welcome to the Scene Stops Podcast, everybody. I am your host, Nick Manhattan, and we, of course, joined, as always, by my partner in crime, my co-chief to this whirlwind that is the movie Twister in, of my life. Sweet. Uh, yeah, that makes me Bill Paxton. I'm in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you would be Bill Paxton. That's yeah, awesome. you're Helen Hunt like a champ, bro. I'll take it. Take Money. It. 1996 Helen Hunt, I'm all in. Strong uh, game. <laughs> but, of course, the madman Casey Plot is here. The gore whore himself. Pleasure. Pleasure, everybody. I love that we're wearing our new shirts. I know, man. I love this shirt so much, and I'm so excited. I was going to wear it to the premiere this weekend. I'm like, I'm going to wear it today, too. I'm so happy you're going. Unfortunately, I cannot make it this week. Um, But I am super excited to see it in July when we're up there for uh, uh, Nightmare on on Main Street Film Fest. There we go. You got it. In (laughs) Waynesboro, Pennsylvania, where we will be hosting a couple of panels. And that is July 24th or 25th? That is very Boom. cool. Very cool. So, and if anybody doesn't remember Dangertainment, get on it and go and check it out because Dangertainment was the shit. From the worst installment of my favorite movie series. <laughs> I don't care. Busta Rhymes is the man. I mean, look, Busta is strong and no one's, no one's fronting on Busta. All I'm saying is that was a terrible movie. That's it. That's it. You're not wrong. You're never wrong. Um, so I can't take that away from you. But um, Dangertainment is probably the greatest uh, media company of all time, and it should be celebrated. I just up there with like Thriller Media, and what were all the other ones? <laughs> Slayer no. Fest. <laughs> no, just Dangertainment. That's it. Just Dangertainment is they're the they're you're rocking it. They they were covering the internet with horror before it was cool. Oh man, before it was really internet. <laughs> That's true. That is true. That was so cool. still like ICQ days. 
Those are some terrible webcams. AO, AOL days, those were awesome. I like that our webcams are like pristine now. Mm-hmm. We have 1080p webcams. Yeah. And in that movie, they couldn't even get a 1080p. They couldn't even fake a film camera as a webcam. They were going for such realism that like you barely saw what was going on in the movie the whole time. It was so bad. Yeah, so, so bad. bad. Hi, Mike. Mike. Courtney joins us. Hi, buddy. Hey, Courtney, look at those mugs. Hope you're uh, both doing well this fine evening. We're trying. We were trying. We're, we are doing our best. Um, Casey and I both have so much going on in our lives. I was supposed to be out. I was supposed to have surgery today. Yeah. That didn't take. So just so everybody knows, my surgery was moved and split into two because this staghorn kidney stone is as probably as big as my fist now. Um, and it's huge. It takes up the whole kidney. Don't get one, Casey. Don't ever get yeah. one. I'm working really hard not to, buddy. Well, you're good. You're a healthy guy. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, sometimes not. Sometimes, like everybody. Like everybody, except for me, which is usually sometimes I'm always I'm unhealthy. Well, you've got a good balance going. You know, the shift is ready to go back the other way. That's all. It's just pendulum, bro. You got this. I know. I joined the gym today. I was telling you about it earlier. It's very exciting. I am, uh, yeah, it's like a super gym, too. It's like one of, it's, it's, it's like one of those wellness centers that the hospital opens up. Yeah. And it's like huge. Um, you know, I can't wait to swim in the Olympic size swimming pool and beat Michael Phelps' time once I'm pain free. Why does the Olympic size matter so much? Just it's more room it's, to swim? Yeah, I think just doing laps in a longer pool is a lot easier. Um, because think about it like when you're in a normal pool and you're a tall guy too, so six, you're six one, right? Six even. Six even. Like the thank tall. you for the extra inch, though. Yeah. Oh, I, that extra inch is on the dick. That always important. The full, the full twelve. The full twelve, ladies. The full twelve. <laughs> it's the full twelve. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so like when you're swimming in a normal size swimming pool, it's hard to like do laps, and laps are the best workout for it. Yeah, I don't know. I think they should cut that in half and then add a lazy river because then I would definitely become a member of every gym. That had a lazy river in it. Yeah, but you know me when I used to go tubing, like I would jump out of the tube and just swim. So I well, just yeah, I mean you can hard. still do that, but it's a lazy river. I mean that's infinite. Instead of just having to like swim laps, which is just oh I've reached the end, let me turn around and go back. Like it's just dumb. Here's why I disagree with you. For all the years I went to Dorney Park, the amount of urine that was in that lazy river, and for the amount of time I love swimming. My face was golden showered so much as a child. Very uncomfortable. The arm- Very uncomfortable knowledge that I think we all were, though. The and also, arm- I mean, I don't want to hear it, dude. I grew up on a farm with a crick, and we swam in the stream out back. So there was, like, cow urine in there, too. So, like, and all kind of wild animal stuff. So, nah. Nah, nah, nah. It's, accepted. it's an acceptable thing to be pissed on by a cow in a crick. In a crick. I'm calling it a crick because that's what it's- it wasn't quite a crick. I still like the word crick. It's a good word. Um, and it's such a, it's such a depends on where you're from type of um, crick. crick. People say crick, not mm-hmm. creek. Uh, like Dawson, Dawson's Crick would have been a 10 times better TV show. Absolutely not. Could not disagree more. I yeah. strongly disagree. <laughs> they wouldn't have used all those big words that they're always using with each other. Exactly. It was all the Kevin Williamson's speed of speech. Hence, you need a creek 
in order to complete that task. You can't do it in a crick. <laughs> oh, man. But it's, it's acceptable when you are in, because you know animals and fish and stuff live in there. If you were swimming in a creek or any type of body of water where that's like a lake or something, it's perfectly acceptable. But if you were swimming in like a, a, river. Like a lazy river or something, you've got more piss on you than the orange overlord in Russia. Of course you do. Of course you do, because that's exactly what it is. And that's unacceptable by so many standards. Well, no, but it's what you walk into. No one goes into the lazy river and goes, gosh, I'm really happy. I'm going to enjoy a urine-free, wonderful time right now. No, the people around you are peeing like on you almost in a weird kind of way. So I gave my wife a hot take the other day. I said, I have peed in every pool I've ever been in. Valid. It's, it's just, I can't. At this point, like, yeah, maybe when I was younger, I would have been like, no, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Don't worry Never about a that. friend's pool, of course. So if any of my friends <laughs> out there listening or anyone wants to ever invite me over for a pool, I would never in your pool. Don't invite but... me over every pool. Friend, family, every single one of your pools I have peed in, and if I go to, will pee in. Well, I mean, public pools, it's completely understood. Like, once again, any place where there's more than three people in that pool, what are y'all peeing in that pool? Yeah, I've never shit in a pool, though. Well, no, that's that's horrifying. That's problematic. Yeah, that's... So, I feel like... I really hope that would only be if you were ill. Like, you're trying to feel better, and then, like, something squirts out, and it's, ah, like, yeah, you know. And you're dying. (laughs) I can't verify this for childhood, but I will say this. I've never peed in a pool more than once. So, meaning... If I was in there for like an hour, you got there. one pee out of me. Oh, no, no. See, I, I can't say anything like that because as a kid, sure, I was good about it. Like, I was smart about it. I was always petrified the green dye would come out from around me, and I'd be like, they know. So <laughs> I tried to hold it really well, but it didn't work out as well when I was like, you know, at the public pools or when I got older and got drunk <laughs> in Vegas. I'm pretty sure I was just floating into like those pools at Caesars, just unleashing the fury the whole time. <laughs> There's no way you're not. There's no way people are getting hammered at a Vegas pool and not peeing regularly. Everyone, everyone is just unleashing the kraken. It's just <laughs> well, and they, they have straight water sports out there, you know. Oh, <laughs> water sports. I see what you did there. You like that? <laughs> Uh, Michael Courtney, I know you're in super pain, but this is dang impressive, man. I will tell you this. I am in agony. This chair drives me up a wall. Every yeah, chair don't, drives me up a wall. Don't build him up, Mike. He's fine. He's no, fine. I am. I'm hurting. But I will not. I refuse to. If I can hang out with Casey on Tuesday nights, I'm doing it. Um, Paul says, you, you got this. Thank you, buddy. Nice, uh, Paul. What's up, buddy? Please tell me someone clipped that. Someone clipped what? I'm uh, pretty sure it was somewhere about the urine part. It has to be. Like the last like eight minutes. So. Oh, it's got to be the golden shower on the face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Crick. What is Creek? Um, Chris is one of them there, Southerners. So. Yeah, he lives, he lives close to me, so I know it's Crick. That's why I'm okay with it being Crick. Or Babbling Brook. Babbling Brook. A Babbling Brook? What is this? A fucking Robert Frost poem? Like, that's. I see. If I that's see what I grew little, up in. If I see a little tiny river. I call it a babbling brook. Fancy. That's what it is. Yeah. That's no always or a little stream or whatever, whatever it's called, which is probably the definition of it. Um, something I had a golden shower. Something, something I had golden showers as a child. Something, something. 
I'll pull it. That will be our. I'll, I'll pull it and put it up on social media. I don't care. That's going to be one of our hot takes. <laughs> we're the scene snobs. We specialize in the absurd. That's <laughs> just who we are. Yeah, uh, it's more fun this way. You know, I, I was going to get to the topics, but I'm having a good time. Um, <laughs> no, we will. Because you picked a really good topic today, and it, it went out. Um, the, well, the movies I'm excited about, too, because I finally finished Spiral. Oh, you did? Okay. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you were watching Spiral. I want to watch Conjuring. I thought we would do, like, one or the other. Um, I love it, though. I'm good. I'm glad you watched it, though, because I want to get your take on it. And and Conjuring, let me just, I just, why? I, we'll was, get into it. We'll get there. So I can't. That's so bad. That's worse than a golden shower on my face as a seven-year-old. See, uh, those things were bad. They were just anticipated yeah. sometimes by deer, sometimes by bear, sometimes by beavers. You never knew. You never knew. Oh, I've been attacked by plenty of beavers. Of course. I'm sure you have, especially as a child in the uh, inner city. I'll tell you, as a child, I was definitely attacked by one beaver. And she was amazing. Hi, Alex. (laughs) No, her name wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) No, we know Alex Steele, the man from Entertainment This Podcast. Um, I will say this, though. We did watch. I didn't get to watch Conjuring 3, and I I wanted to get your take on it. We both watched Spiral. No. You didn't miss anything. So it doesn't compare to the first two? I don't know, man. Like, I, The Conjuring just stopped doing it for me. So when, like, I started going back, and I like the first one. I do enjoy the first one. The second one's okay. And this one was just whatever, man. Annabelle was annoying. The Nun was scary but annoying. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? There's just, I don't know, this slow burn stuff. Sometimes I'm good with it. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I also... But it's also I'm Maximum Overdrive is one of my favorites. You know this. Yeah. So I'm I'm weird when it comes to my horror. So when it gets really cerebral, I'm like, give me a good jump scare. That's what uh Insidious does so well is adding those jump scares at you know, to liven things up. Mm-hmm. So it, it breaks the normal beat pattern. And conjuring just did what conjuring does, and I'm it's fine. If you like the conjuring movies, you'll you'll dig it. It's it's a conjuring movie. It's you know, what are the wacky Ed and Lorraine going to get up to? <laughs> like what What are we going to get into this week here, kids? Oh, no. Well, I like the first one the most. I, I Wait, yeah, it. agreed. I love the first one. The first one's fantastic. The second one I liked. You know, I didn't love it, but I did like it a lot. Um, so I was looking forward to the third one, but I don't care. I'm so done with possession movies. I don't give a shit. It's cool because it is a good possession movie, but once again, I just, I don't care. Exorcism of Emily Rose is still kind of the the tip top for me and nothing's really touched that in a while. So until they get there, I'm done. I don't care. Well, I will say this. Uh, You are wrong. Well, I mean, I'm fine with that. You saw it. I don't know if you're wrong. (laughs) You're just going to, you're pulling, you pull words out of your butthole. I am. (laughs) Uh, no, but only because uh, you know, I haven't seen it yet. i got to check it out. Um, yeah, it's just there's nothing really that's going to get you. The, everything they've built, the same pacing they've done through all the same movies, it's the exact same. You feel the yeah. same pacing. You anticipate the scares. Then they hold scare, and then they, they do a weird jump scare, and it's the music is okay. But I, I just it's not my world right now, and I didn't enjoy it. But it's fine if you like Conjuring movies. You'll like it, I guess. <laughs> well, before and before I get your take, because I, I, in my in my brain head, 
I had, I had like thought about this as like, okay, well, I'll talk about Spiral, and he talks about the contrary, and we'll go that way. But we both seen Spiral now, so mm-hmm. don't mind. I will take the lead on this one. Please, I insist, sir. And talk to you as if though you haven't seen it. No, oh, um, please, yes. Speak to me like I'm dum dums. Well, to talk to everybody else out there in Snobland, um, that will be our amusement park one day. Don't worry, once we're Snoblandia. And anybody who is our Patreon. Uh, is on our Patreon list, gets into the amusement park free with season passes all the time. And a name, right? Or a ride named after them. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> That's how we kickstart this thing, man. <laughs> That's, I love it. I love it. Let's do this. And it's just going to be the way. We are going to. And please don't think we're going to open Snobland and it's going to be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. It's like Disney World. No. Oh. Think Action Park. We're gonna have like the scrambler. We're gonna have the weird like the octopus one that goes up and spins and everything spins. Every ride that could get you sick. The ones that pin you against the wall, just the whole fucking thing spins around and just yeah. And I'm gonna yeah, tell you those yeah. ones. Anybody who doesn't know what Action Park is, go look it up. People Did you die. ever have the Ferris wheel that you could lock the thing and it would rotate you so you yes. could lock and go upside oh, yeah. down? Release it and spin it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. That was always at our carnival. That's what we should do. We should make Snobland like an actual park that's open from like, you know, during the summer months or whatever. Naturally. But it's basically a glorified county fair. Yeah, exactly. That's all we do. That's it. It's just a county yeah. fair. We just own the rides. And we just, everybody who works for us, though, is pretentious as shit about it. <laughs> oh my God. We make up like, we're going to, we have to make up. Like mascots, kind of like you know the the mouse that shall not be named, and you know so many more. So that oh, way, wait, which one? We should buy the rights to GoBots. You know they exist. We can get them. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's what we're actually. Hey, Patreon people, that's what we're putting all of our money towards. It's just getting the rights to fucking GoBots. <laughs> that's where your money is going to our Snowland <laughs> GoBots. Uh, theme park, like which is going to completely bankrupt us. I don't care because it's just amazing. We're going to get like Monster Energy drinks signed on. We're just going to oh, be like, man. let's do this. We're going to have go kart racing, but it's actual 500 lap go kart yes. racing, NASCAR type racing. Yes. It's going to be amazing. It goes All around the entirety of the park, and you actually have to pass. There's a bunch of overpasses for people to walk over the, the race track. That's going to be amazing. And no uh, insurance issues at all. None. No. None. It's going to be fine. Enter at your own risk. Must be this tall to ride. And we yeah. don't care. No kids allowed because we are not dealing with that. Got to sign waivers, take pictures, the whole nine. Your STDs are not our problems. Yep. Sort of situation. You're walking in with what you walked out with, hey? No, the only thing kids are allowed in are the lazy river. <laughs> so they can be golden showered just like I did as a Which kid. Which is actually... Knobs Water Park. We have a whole different segment for that. And it's just a creek. It's just a creek. It's what it is. It's not even we just have a backhoe that keeps digging out a creek. Just And we call it the creek. That's what with, it is. A little, with a little crappy slide that's like two foot long. <laughs> Goes right into it. Yay, kids. Oh Isn't my that God. fun? And Hope you don't have... get by, bit by the water moccasin. That's our special... I'm hiring Peter Graham and Tom Matthews to come out and reenact the end of Part Six, Friday Thirteenth, Part Six, every time in the middle while people are just lazy going around. That's what's going to happen. 
Actually, what we should do is have a creek, and that's our water park, yeah. but just show movies there at night. Okay. So everybody can be on a tube watching, like, I don't know, whatever movie we decide to put on. Because I mean, that would be nice. Or no, but we just make it one movie all the time. It's always like Friday the 13th Part 2. Always. Like, that's always. just, it's always, always one movie. That's Every all we movie. can afford the rights to because we spent too much money everywhere else. It's Halloween Resurrection, but only the Dangertainment parts. <laughs> well, that's, uh, yeah, well, I'm out. I mean, it's if I've lost the creative control, if the wheels have come off this far, I'm, I'm going to see where this card's going. It's only the webcam parts from Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> so we watch what the kids watched when they were watching the website. 30-minute oh, movie the, special. <laughs> the worst park ever, but I love it. Oh, it's going to be so snobby. Ah, so, Corrine, 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 what am I doing? Try it again. Hey, sexy peaheads. We are sexy peaheads. Yeah. Fred Carroll says, I'm here. Welcome. What's up, Fred? Um, <clears throat> Go Sox. Screw your, screw your socks. Same here, Casey, Casey Ryan Plot. Uh, I'm sure he tagged you in it. That's why you're all names. <laughs> Annabelle did nothing for me. Mom was... Decent till uh, they oh the nun yeah, the no, nun. no yeah he, oh, yeah, he, he yeah. yeah okay uh, nun was decent till they pulled a Jada Pickett at the end literally screamed at the screen oh okay I'm screamed yeah. too I'm thinking like Demon Knight where I'm like don't oh, make no. Demon Knight yeah she's amazing in that no no definitely oh, definitely screamed too but yeah the nun was just annoying in that yeah. The third Conjuring lost the reins and didn't fulfill the list of for a proper horror. Uh, it was more of a thriller with a love story. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I unfortunately didn't like any of the Conjuring universe except the ones done by James Wan. Three out of ten for me. Fair yeah, enough. I mean Wan is the one who crushed it. He did such a fantastic job. Yeah. So, oh, so that's what great. made the first one great. Will there be a dirty people? Yes. A hundred and ten percent. Absolutely. We're actually gonna have ice and beer in there as well. That's gonna be it's gonna... We're gonna in fact we're gonna raise our Patreon rates to a hundred thousand dollars to to <laughs> pay Steve Irwin's son to come in and just put his head into the alligator's mouth. Yep. That's it. Yep. And, and be your friend. That's the other part of the creek, so that's part of the fun, is we only have a small chicken wire fence separating where you go swimming in the crocodile pen. So it's exciting, because you never know, could this be the day the crocodiles get out? And we're going to put our theme park in Wyoming. Well, naturally. You can do everything in Wyoming. Uh, Chris Hale says, there's a lake that has a floating screen, and you sit in tubes, and they play Jaws. Yeah, Yeah, that's in Texas. Yeah, that would be awesome, except, you know, it's fucking Jaws. And you're in the water. I wouldn't be able to not think about that the entire time. Dude, this summer you should come over um, to uh, the, uh, not our pool, but the pool that we go to. And I set up the the screen and the projector and I play Jaws. Nice. So you should come swimming. That'd be awesome. That, uh-huh. that I would do. Uh, we also need to go to that Friday the 13th camp out in uh, Arizona and do that overnight. Yeah. Although I, I kind of like, okay, so they do overnight tours and the one in Jersey, mm-hmm. um, which I've been to, and it's a kind of a cool park. Uh, would be fun to do it. Lenny did it, and I remember that, yeah. and it was pretty cool. Uh, but they also do one for in Georgia where they filmed part six, and they do an overnight and they show the movies. Um, yeah, but Georgia, yeah, I know. that that Georgia heat, bro. I tell you what, as much as I love it out there, I can't, I cannot take that. 
anymore. <laughs> no, Arizona just has straight heat. Like, like it's yeah, just, what is it? It's hot. It's always hot. You walk in knowing it's hot and you expect hot. That's fine. Yeah. We can live with hot. You go to Georgia and it's sweltering heat where it like sticks to your skin and you want to sweat, but the sweat just like sticks there and nothing happens and the air doesn't move. And then, uh, yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, I know. I hated Florida. Like for that reason, it was, it was okay during the winter, but yeah, during the summer, I was just like, oh, nah, man, when you can cut air, screw that. I'd rather have the hot air blown on my face in Arizona where it's like 130 degrees outside with 115 degree breeze. I'm fine with that. I can live with that. <laughs> um, well, I will tell you that um, I will blow some hot air on your face. Mm, yeah, you would do that all the time, buddy. That's just oh. conversation. Oh, you dick. Um, anyway, so Spiral. <laughs> asshole. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yes, yeah, so I watched Spiral. Um, I am not a huge fan of the Saw movies. Agreed. I can back you there. Like the first one. I kind of, yeah, I really enjoyed the first one, I should say. Mm-hmm. And I liked the second one. Um, didn't love it. And then each one just was just like gore porn. And I was just, mm-hmm. that's not my scene. I don't love gore porn. So when I heard Chris Rock and Samuel Jackson are coming in to do this one, I was like, and it's not, and they it says from the book of Saw, so it's kind of like a side quill. I was like, all right, I, I'll check it out. I'm hoping there will be a story to it. That's what I want. I just want a story. I don't mind the, the gore porn, but if there's no story to it, it just, I'm out. I don't care. Um, I will tell you, there's a pretty good story and you follow an investigation in it. So I, I had fun, man. I really like this movie. Well, I am a kind of a gore guy, but not so much like uh, the Hellraiser movies kind of walk the line for me. And you and I tried to watch judgment. I think one of them was, and it was just super gory. Like the, the, the eating and the puking and the pooing and all the eating of the, but yeah, you know, there's just a line for me. But this Saw yeah. movies, I've always been hip to. I've been cool with, like, because they're gruesome. You know, that's fun. Yeah. And the first two were great. I'm with you on that. They subsequently got worse. And there was, I think, Saw Five was one of the first movies I ever just walked out of the theater. I was like, I'm bored. <laughs> I don't don't want to do this anymore. So <clears throat> this was a good movie. They did a really good job with the story. You follow the investigation, a la, like, Kiss the Girls. You know, it was more in-depth and more thought out. And I really like the twist they took because it wasn't an overt twist. It wasn't so over the top that you're like, ugh, they were trying too hard, you know? They just told the story, and then the result of the investigation is the end of the story. And it was cool. It was really well done. And uh, the murder scenes were awesome. Yeah. Oh, the murders and- were cool. I, yeah, I like how, you know, it tied in, like, the police being attacked, and, and I'm not going to give anything away or spoil it, but, like, what the whole motivation was at the end, mm-hmm. um, I dug it. And oh, I was yeah. Like, and I get why you're going with the Saw world, you yeah. know, what you're doing there. Um, and I like the fact that it opens it up to you could make a direct sequel to this, mm-hmm. or you can continue this. And this is happening in other places for this reason and still have a story to it. Right, exactly. And it's something that I think Saul was doing, but unfortunately they didn't focus on enough. It was more about the weird contraptions and crazy deaths for a couple movies there rather than the amazing story you had with Jigsaw. Uh, So this was cool to just use it as a reference point. They did a really fantastic job and built within the world very well. 
Yeah, I, one thing for me um, about it that I really enjoyed um, with Chris Rock being in it, being the star, and just his character's overall like the like the investigation portion of it. Like he played a really good cop that you you know it almost felt like okay. So when they stopped to do the kills, I was almost like. All right, I was like, this is kind of cool because the one thing I did respect about Saw is they came up with some cool contraptions. Oh yeah, always. You know, so like with this, I was like, okay, you see some cool stuff that they're doing, but at the same time, I was like, I'm really enjoying the. You guys are taking away from me the investigation, which I'm kind of enjoying. You know me, I'm a film noir guy, so like, yeah, I'm like in it to win it. I'm like, and that's why the second one was so great because it was very film noir with a huge twist, Mm -hmm. and they pulled it. Like, that was a great oh, yeah. part of it, you know? Oh, 100%. Um, yeah, and, yeah, because you learn more about um, Tobin Bell's character, mm-hmm. Jigsaw and such, and, and, like, what he's doing. Uh, and, again, I could ruin that for everybody, but, you know, go no. check it out. I won't. Yeah, I this, won't. Is, this is a very worthwhile movie. I don't want to be spoilery at all, because I I was really impressed. I was annoyed because I'm like, ugh, another freaking Saw movie. Here we go again. What are we on, like, Saw 47? But nope, they did it perfectly. I think they did. They married a lot of good methods, like you said, with the film noir, but also keeping the the thriller suspense and the gore. I mean, they, they did a good job with the gore. They didn't make it too much. They didn't overkill. They used enough, and they made it pretty terrifying, pretty scary. Um, you know, coming back, so the guy who directed it, I'm not a big fan of as a human being. And I'm not going to get into all that. Um, we went to the same college. I met him. Um, so as a human being, I'm just not. So like when I saw he directed, I was like, man, I really don't want to like this because I hate that guy. But <laughs> did a good job, man. Yeah. He did a good job. Um, it was a well-directed movie, man. I, yeah, yeah, But you know what? I got your back. Screw that guy. Thanks, brother. Yeah, um, <laughs> so I wanted to ask you this. I want to get into kind of the topic of it. And anybody who wants to join in, let us know what you think. Um, which out of the two worlds do you, do you think you'd most likely survive in? Which, which, what are my options? The Saw world or the Conjuring world? Oh man, Conjuring all day. I'll survive in Conjuring. Because the chances of me going around anything that creepy and that spooky that frequently is slim to not going to freaking happen. Whereas in Saw, I've been a bad enough person to certain people out there that nowadays I'm sure someone would love to stick some pins in my eyes or something messed up. That's very fair. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I think Conjuring, I'd probably survive in better too. Um, yeah, like what, what's going to happen to you in the Conjuring? Like, I mean, that's. I, I I just don't see that as being a thing. And like I mean, that's like you and I hearing about ghost stories. And if we followed up with them and tried to record them, if we went all Zach Bagans and we're all like, "Come out, you coward!" and like you know, trying to battle ghosts and stuff. Okay, maybe maybe there's a pretty good chance we're gonna freaking die because something stupid. You want to go check out Bunny Man's Bridge? You can shut the fuck up. <laughs> I love it. Let's go. Let's take a ride to Bunny Man's Bridge. You can, you can just shut the fuck out of here is what you can do. <laughs> uh, um, I'll let everybody else look that up. <laughs> no, but I, I will say, yeah, I think Conjuring... I think I'd be more annoyed in The Conjuring than scared, if that makes sense. Like, if I move into a house and, like, it's haunted and things are moving around and, like, my kids are getting thrown all around and stuff, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, all right, 
get Ray Stance on the line, get him down here with his proton pack. Let's get this done. Where's um, Egon? Poor Egon. Poor Egon's the one haunting us. Um, <laughs> it's messed uh, up. You really I, think, I, think a lot of yourself to think Harold Ramis is floating around your house, bro. <laughs> on, on Ghostbusters Day, I said that. Just want everybody to know that. Today is Ghostbusters Day, and I went there. Um, but, you know, I went there for good reason. He would have laughed at that. I see you would. <laughs> I know what he would have done. Um, I will sell this. I will, I will sell this. Uh, yeah. Saw, would I survive the contraption? Probably, because I'm like, whatever, my tongue, whatever, or, you know, my fingers, whatever. Whatever I got to do, I was like, I'll get out. Um, but, I don't yeah. know about that tongue one, bro. I don't know about that tongue one. I honestly, mm -mm. it's tough. That tongue one, but to get to to get the alternative of what happened to him. But to think, because mm -mm, mm, no, because it's all the all the muscle. Where's it grabbing it from? Like so, if you if you're gonna fall, is mm -mm, no, because the tongue muscles like all the way down here. But it's gonna split. It's gonna split down the middle. It's got it. That's just what, and it sucks, but. Shit, man! Whatever. Did you see who the actor was that was played then? No, that's McMurray from. Oh, was it really? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like, is that McMurray? I was like, of course it's McMurray in this movie. Freaking McMurray. Yeah, he's talking like that. Good old McMurray. Um, I will say this though. Uh, yeah, Spiral. I kind of hope I see more of it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm cool with that if that's the direction they go. Once again, I'm I'm totally fine with that. It was a good thriller movie, and I, I always love those. You know, Along Came a Spider, the Morgan Freeman movies. I love those. The Ashley Judd ones. Uh, they were great. I love those thrillers of the '90s and 2000s. So I'm I hope they're able to kind of kickstart that and get it back going again because it was a great genre. So with that, do you think that Conjuring should come to a close? It's huge. Conjuring's got its own universe, man. It's got its own galaxy going, for crying out loud. It's got like five offshoot movies. That's absurd. You shouldn't have that many offshoot movies. Yeah. So I, I think The Conjuring is just its own beast. I don't think it will stop. I think it's constantly going to continue moving and growing. If they come back to them in 20 years and they're still around and they're like, hey, do you want a big cash day for Conjuring 5? They, you're going to say no? You're going to say no to that? No, of course you're not going to say no to that. You're going to want to feel vindicated and go back out and do something fun again because you haven't worn those boots in a while and it felt good. So that's yeah. exactly what you're going to do because I would. <laughs> very, very fair. Uh, we missed one from Mike Courtney earlier. He said, I lived in Florida and described as living in a morbidly obese man's armpits. I resemble that remark, you jerk. <laughs> Wish I got the Showboys podcast. Uh, Paul Dunn says, Chris Rock honestly surprised me with his serious role. I enjoyed uh, this a lot because they showed respect by mentioning Jigsaw. They didn't over the, uh, they didn't over the, do the deaths uh, and dwell in shock and awe only. The character mm -hmm. development was there, which is always appreciated as a moviegoer. I hated him in Social Network and, and this movie, but we talked about all, all that already. Uh, wait, hated who in Social Network? I'm not Who's sure. in the Social Network in this movie? I'm uh, sorry. I'm behind. I really like Chris Rock. I'll tell you that. Chris Rock did a great job. That is Samuel L. Jackson. Everyone played a great, great role. Yeah. Except that damn good. director. <laughs> That's very fair. Screw him. Um, I will tell you this though. I uh, watched another movie, an older movie, mm -hmm. 
um, the past few days because I had to break it up as a very long movie. Um, the Aviator. Oh. And I liked the movie when I first, this second time watching it. And this, mm-hmm. I liked the movie when I first saw it. Um, but I didn't, uh, I, I loved it even more watching it now. And I'm glad I waited as long as I did. Because the stigma for mental health, and especially you know in society, has like normalized so much that now when I watch it, like back then, I'm just like, man, that guy just—he was—it was so sad. But then, you, know, you never think about it. Of course not. There were so many characters in TV and movies that were mental had their mental health um, was they struggled. Man, they struggled. Yeah, so much struggle in it, like Monk and things like that. Mm-hmm. But they used it as like the butt of a joke, or they used it to kind of not to shine a light on mental health. But now watching it, I was just like, man! Like now that I'm so much more aware of things mm-hmm. in the mental health world, I'm like, this is truly a horribly sad movie. But it made me appreciate a lot of things more. Like um, Kate Blanchett as Catherine Hepburn was truly amazing. And oh, phenomenal! And if it's true that she was so aware of his mental health and how she handled it, I was like, my respect for Catherine Hepburn is through the roof now. Yeah. Because, like, you know, seeing what he was going through and trying to help him through it, and then, you know, like, she couldn't stay with him, but that didn't mean she didn't stop caring about him. Of course. Yeah, the, the Aviator's a good one, man. That's a good one to go back to, and I think there's a lot of movies that it's time to revisit in older years, especially the dramas. I think there were so many great dramas that came out that we watched and thought they were awesome and then moved right along. But uh, going back and rewatching like uh, Carrie's Case of Benjamin Button, you know, things like that, those period pieces, just done so well and don't get a lot of love. I mean, well, Big Fish is one that I return to a lot because it's just a fantastic movie. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. uh as I get older, you know, as you get older in age, you the story changes every time I've gone back. You know, three different eras in my life that I've seen that now and just go, wow, it's cool to take a different piece of that story. It's just a be- so beautifully done. And it's, you know, great that you mentioned that, too, because I watched it, I rewatched it recently. And I'd say maybe it's been about five years since I watched it. I do try to visit that one more so than most movies because um, it's just a truly fantastic movie. Yeah, masterpiece. Um, and watching it and thinking about it from like when I met my wife and, and like even before that being single and things like that, and thinking about it, it's like, oh, it's a beautiful love story. And it's a beautiful story about a man who loves his family and stuff like that. And then watching it now and being like, this is a straight up father and son story on a field of dreams level. Mm-hmm. And understanding that. And with that death of a salesman wow. twist, you know, with that almost oh, Arthur Miller over undertone, it's just so well done. Oh, so beautiful. Creating and, the Burton stories. It's fantastic about this basically yeah. prolific philanderer who, who was a loving man. He just loved a lot. No, no, he was, but that's the thing. He wasn't a philanderer. Remember he never true. Yeah. He goes to visit um, the witch. Right. He's not a teacher. And she's just Helena like bottom Carter. Right. Yeah, she tried to kiss him, and he was like, no, he, was he never, wouldn't do it. Never he loved yep. your mother. And she goes, I loved him, but he loved your mother, and that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And that, because I, I remembered it the same way. Mm-hmm. as like, oh, yeah, he was kind of like fast and loose a little bit. And I don't know why I remembered it that way. It just escaped me. 
and then watching it again this time, and I'm just like, oh no, he was completely and utterly in love with her. He was devoted, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And he was out there doing the job for the family. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, man, that's it's just there's so many levels to it, um, and and just like, but again, like kind of going back to the mental health aspect of it, the son and how what he had to go through and deal with. Um, looking at his father and then finally coming to terms and being like, I'm going to be a father too. Yeah. And now I get it. I get why the stories occurred and they weren't that far off at the end, that twist in the end that like where his stories weren't that far off. They were just yeah, meet the people, at the funeral. And it's like, Oh, wait a minute. These are yeah. all straight out of the tale. Yeah. And they all have the tales and they all tell his tales, his versions yeah. of them. They know they're not that person, the Siamese right. twins and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. They know this, but they still tell his tales because his tales were so beautiful. Mm-hmm. They his, really are. Nothing in his tales made anybody in the tale look bad. Right. Exactly. And that was that. That always like touched me in such a way. That was one of the best parts of it is that nobody was ever really put down in any of the stories. Everyone was either misunderstood or just you know had never had any conversation with. Like I loved how kind of down-home folksy matter-of-fact he was. Very whimsical. Yeah, yeah, and just, he always came back around, like, you know, when he, he found the town, and he could have stayed, and it's like this beautiful town where he would have been a truly amazing hero. Um, and But he went back and fixed it, and got him straight. Like, he was just that guy. Like, he always came back for everyone. Mm-hmm. He was that type of guy. I mean, I would have for, for that pie. Are you kidding me? That pie looked amazing. That's very fair. Yeah. That's very fair. Um, I, I mean, I probably shouldn't go back for that pie because, like, you know, that's a little too much. Well, give it, you know, drop a few LBs, and then you and I will go over there and, you know, put some work in. <laughs> grab some pie. Some, I'll do some barefooted, barefooting in the uh, in that little town. Heck yeah. I, I love that little town, man. That That's – so, all right. So, real quick, changing subjects a little bit because that's what I do. Um, Segway. I don't think, oh, shit. Oh. So, 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 so segue. <laughs> I need to get that effect going. <laughs> so, uh, the, ah, you, you bastard. You threw me off with that one because now I'm like, oh, I am segueing. All right. <laughs> so, the town, when they have the lights all over and they're having a dance and everything, I'm like, I've always wanted to go to like a town that does that. Mm hmm. Who doesn't want to, man? I want to go to one of those, or like when they have like a a summer fling or whatever they're called for the little towns, or oh, what was it the the deer ball from Slither? Remember the deer, whatever that thing was. That was great. Yeah, what they call it, like the deer deer ball or something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, or jubilees of some sort. Yeah. But the best one in any movie that I absolutely want to go to isn't Big Fish. Mm -hmm. It's from Doc Hollywood. Ooh, dude, the Doc Hollywood one was money, but was mine is mine is right. Mine is really close. Mine is actually the uh, Hope Floats. That's a great one. That's a great. I one. love that one, man. That was one of the reasons I love that movie so much because we in my little town in Connecticut had that for a little while. We had our summer carnival, so there's always that thing, that moment, those times. So it was pretty cool, you know. And when you're a teenager and the sparks start flying, and you know. Lady starts smooching everyone around you. Yeah, I was not me, it was, but other people see them. They look, it looked fun. Yeah, so we did. Like it wasn't. We had a carnival at like the church parking lot mm-hmm. every year, but it wasn't the same. Like there was always fights. There was always some crazy. Yeah, a good time. 
but like there's always something. So it wasn't like it's Jersey. So it wasn't like it's not like the lights are out and everybody's squared in. Did, did you guys out. just repurpose and like hang the lights around a scrapyard and then just run through there? And that was not everything is a scrapyard in New Jersey. Why do we have to keep having this conversation? I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure everything is either an abandoned, broke down building, a scrapyard, or a truck stop. Jersey. No, no, you knocked that off. Um, you know what? I will tell you before we get to our uh, our main topic tonight. Um, I will say this: uh, you know, we we've been signed by Manscaped as our official sponsor now. Uh, so I just want everybody to know it is an awesome product. Please go check out Manscaped.com. I think I own everything from Manscaped now. Yeah, you do. I'm still waiting from a yeah. weed whacker. I'm very excited. I have it right here. I have to send it to you. Um, so I will get it to you. Or if you come over and we hang out, then I'll, I'll make sure you get it. Yeah, that works. Um, but I will say this. like I love every product they have. I keep myself nice and clean all the way down. Um, my wife appreciates it. Uh, and I bought them as gifts. I bought that's, some gifts. That's the people. best part. Yeah, absolutely. And then, like people are appreciating it. Like They're like, oh, that's a great razor. Um, I'm, uh, I'm getting ready to start. I'm going to do a whole experiment where I only try to sh- shave one side of my body the whole way down. Yes, I love yeah. it. I can't wait to see it. So, well, you're not. Actually, you will. I'll show it to you. I'm not. I've, I'm shameless. Care. It's fine. You got to let me see. Um, so, yeah. So, all the way down, you got to do it. Um, so, if you guys like Manscaped, go check them out. They're saving our balls, and they can save yours, too. Uh, and William love it. My wife uses uh, Manscaped. She got her own after uh, using my face one. Nice. I have one for the face, and I have one for the rest of the body. Mm-hmm. She used my face one. Um on her, like, shaving, like, her legs and stuff like that before she does the full shave, mm-hmm. uh, just to kind of, like, trim it down a little bit. Yeah. Um, and um, um, that's as far as I'm going and telling that story. I, you know what? Hey, man, the floor that's, is yours, bro. It's cool. Well, that's as far as I go. But we all love Manscaped here. It is truly fantastic devices. Um, so go check them out. Go to manscaped.com. I, you know, they, uh, check out whatever they have. And if you do, you're checking out, and you're like, hey, I really love this. Get 20% off for free shipping by using promo code SNOBS, S-N-O-B-S. SNOBS. SNOBS, I love it. It's SNOBS to use SNOBS as the promo code. (laughs) We pass Um, the savings on to you. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So go check them out. But uh, our main topic tonight is a very hairy situation as it is. Zing. Uh, (laughs) We're talking the worst animal movies. Ooh. This is fun. This is yeah, man. So I recently watched White Fang, and I was really into it. My daughter, however, was not, and I had forgotten that White Fang has some, you know, dog fighting scenes. So that could probably be problematic for kids. Whoops. So, (laughs) needless to say, we didn't watch all of White Fang. We skipped through quite a few scenes, but it is uh, really—it kind of got me going to like, what is some pretty brutal animal movies like i remember that that felt like there were some issues with certain movies that were just brutal to animals and also some animal movies that just sucked so i i I loved white fang that was one that was awesome it was amazing you and michael vick both loved white Fang. well yeah big fan ethan hawk was fantastic for different reasons well yeah i I mean some of people i i don't want to finish that joke i don't i was about to say i can't i'm mm -mm. I'm nope. I'm not even my brain just there was like a red light just a strobing effect going do not say that. Don't you dare say that. Whisper it to me. I'll say it. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> so I was kind of digging through some of these. So Milo and Otis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember this, one. Milo and Otis. Dude, apparently during the filming, like to get some of the effects and the shots they wanted, they were like throwing pugs. Like chucking pugs. <laughs> oh my god. Down a hill to get the effect. <laughs> I knew there was like animal cruelty on that movie, but I didn't know they were just throwing pugs. Dude. All right, all right, everybody. I'm not laughing at the concept of pugs falling down a hill. I'm laughing at the concept of like what PA got hired and was like, all right, here's a box of pugs, throw them off of this cliff. And they're just like, I was like, there's nobody else. Like, you literally, I'm watching the door. Do you have to do this to me? Want me to do what exactly? And what animal trainer was on set that day that was just like, yeah, no, it's all right. Oh, there weren't. Yeah, there's a lot of these. A lot of these, as you're kind of going through, like uh, Stagecoach from 1939, they had this thing where they, uh, they, what would they call it? Something uh, running, the running W, where they would get the, uh, they would basically have, these two things on the front hooves as so as the horses are running and then they would yank it back like they had a device that was connected to these cuffs with like wire that they would yank uh, back so the horse would do the flip down effect so it's oh, front legs get yeah yeah man yeah ben hur horrifying ben hur is horrifying ben hur killed humans Ben Benner killed everybody, which I don't really care yeah. much about the humans because they're our own dumb faults. We're smart enough to not put ourselves in dumb situations. Oh, I got to, I got to, I got to kind of go back for a second, real okay. quick, to Milo and Otis. Again, <laughs> is it still the hucking puppies? <laughs> still, I want to, I want to know the person who did it, and I want to know what they're going through in their lives today, because what kind of post-traumatic stress. Did that cause? Because you know it wasn't the director. Oh you no, know it wasn't somebody high up who was like, "Let's just get it for the sake of getting it." Uh, they said that, but they were like, "But we're not going to do it." And I want to yeah. know who in Hollywood was like, "I'll do it." I bet you that other hot PA will think I'm great. Well, I mean, there's that, and there's also the the. Let's think about who else worked on this movie when supposedly there were reports of upwards of twenty kittens having been killed over the course. Of Milo and Otis, so I you know you know who we didn't hear anything like that from was the long road the what was it the long journey home, you remember that one? Yeah, yeah, with Michael J. Fox. Yeah, there were no problems there. Wait, no, we long journey home was no Michael J. Fox was Homeward Bound, wasn't he? Homeward oh, Bound. Long that journey was, home was yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Homeward Bound, the long journey home. The subtitle, right. yeah. Um, what happened on that one? Well, nothing. That's the whole point. It's like you have all these all these great movies where, like, you know, nothing happened. You didn't have – they were able to say no – there's the tag about no animals were harmed during the filming of this whatever movie or show. But Milo Notice couldn't do that. <laughs> because they were hauling they were pugs off a cliff. And every time a kitten died, it was just like, you know, it happens. Oh, and apparently, uh, like, you know, the, the I forgot about the scene where Milo is fighting a bear. <laughs> so apparently that was legitimately a dog and a bear. What? How many pugs did they go through to fight that bear? <laughs> and and so that bear was just like, all right, I'm ready to do the take you want. <laughs> like, 
like, after it ate the third one, it was like, all right, all right, look, I'll do the, I'll do the move this time. <laughs> well, because first of all, bears are bears are dicks. I've already covered this yes, at great length, and I will continue for the rest of my life. Bears are anim- just terrible animals. Their entire purpose is to just try to mock and fuck up with people and other animals, and they just wind up killing us. They're not nice. No, they're not nice at all. So it was probably happy killing those pugs while doing it in front of a camera. I feel like Milo and Otis to all household pets is a Serbian film. Like that's their equating version. <laughs> Have you ever seen the Serbian film? No, and I, I don't want to know anything about it and I don't want to ever see it. For those who know, you know. And yeah. for those of us who for those of us who watched it, I'm sorry. I don't know why. Why would you do that to yourself? Because it exists. And I have to know the depravity that people go to when things are able to exist like that. Oh, God. They well, have I mean, to know. Apocalypse well, now. Hey, no, screw that, because that's the same thing as saying, why the English patient? So same there. level. Same so level. It's so wonderful. I love that movie. You disgust me. <laughs> I can't even right now. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Dude, I just, Milo, and you know what? I don't want to go any further because I know there's so many more movies that do horrible, horrible things to animals. So I'm like stuck on Milo and Otis, just like. (sighs) (laughs) Because if we've just covered hucking kittens off of a hundred foot drop, throwing pugs down a hill, and then having them fight bears. God. (laughs) All narrated by Dudley Moore, by the way. So let's hope Dudley Moore wasn't sitting there, like camera side, and that's how he was narrating it as they were building the script. And he's <laughs> great reference with the Serbian film, Casey. Thanks, Mike. Uh, we shouldn't ever talk about it again. Never so, again. <laughs> nope. There's two rules now to this show. <laughs> One is you can't say Candyman more than four times. No, you cannot. And two, we don't talk about a Serbian film. Oh, and you can't say the c word. That's so three rules. Which c word? You know what's the word. You know, no. But I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, you will. Oh, we should end every show like that. <laughs> we'll see you next Tuesday. Oh, and that's then- perfect. We should. Let's let's make that a thing starting tonight. Oh, we will. <laughs> oh my god, dude. So no, basically, my, I love this. This is great. So this is what we're gonna do now is just find the worst film per like animal. <laughs> so so we've got Milo and Otis. We've got, I think, cats and dogs covered. <laughs> That's pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> first of all, I, Casey, here's the enigma that is Casey for anybody watching or listening right now. Um, we will... <laughs> He will go on and on about these animals. And I'm not saying he wants it to happen. No, I will never say that Casey wants animal cruelty. Oh, it's no. very evident. No, 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 no. Casey no. wants, doesn't want, I mean, sorry, doesn't want, air, air quotes, Easy. Uh, animal cruelty. <laughs> <laughs> he does not want to see this for the YouTube subscribers only. Uh, he does not want... Pugs to be thrown off a hill. He doesn't want to see kittens no, die. That is not the way it's supposed to be done. <laughs> if you can't get it naturally, CGI it. Like that's why it's difficult to bring this topic up now because there's so many CGI things where it's like, yeah, mess them up. 
mess around the park. Cleveland. Uh, Everything Cleveland. can happen in Cleveland. Everything. <laughs> the, the National uh, Hall of Fame of Animals in Movies is in Cleveland. You know who didn't make the cut? Milo or Otis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the bear was there, though. <laughs> the, oct- the octopus and old boy that he eats? Yeah. But, but here's the, Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah, it's disgusting, I know. But I, I kind of um, omit foreign made movies where there's animal cruelty and here's oh, what whoa 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 no no i'm not whoa, saying whoa, it's okay whoa. i'm not saying it's okay it's fine if other people do it as part of their culture no no that's not what i'm saying <laughs> okay i realize you're getting me back for the air quotes and i get that <laughs> so i'll allow it that's not what i'm saying i'm not saying it's okay i'm just saying like the country a lot of those countries that they do it in widely accept that it's that it is okay mm-hmm so when movies do it, I'm like, I just feel like we are we have those rules here in America, and when an American film breaks those breaks those rules, I get pissed because I'm like, you you should know better. Mm-hmm. Like the other governments allow it. Yeah. So again, not okay. Yeah. Well, what am I going to do? Go to Yugoslavia and be like, no, knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did? I did that for you too. I just imagine you walking out of the plane with a huge shirt that just says "No more animal cruelty," and that's all you do for the whole trip. It's just in a megaphone screaming, "Hey, knock it off!" Yo, bro, knock it off! Don't do that. Yo, bro, you gotta stop this. Put it out, bro. I brought all her animals, bro. Stop. Stop throwing those pugs off that hill, yo. Where am I? You're in California. Oh. Oh. (laughs) You should better stop. I'm telling Listen, I've worked as a PA before, and I know you try to get the job done. I'm telling you, somebody on Milo and Otis rolled up on me and was like, you gotta throw these pugs off this hill for us. I don't care how much I'm getting paid. Well, all right. If they came to <laughs> easy there, because you know what? There's a line. There's, There's an amount. Everyone, everyone, you no, know, everyone has a number, bro. Look, There's if you paid me, if you paid me a thousand bucks to go out and eat a horse steak from Luxembourg, where it's legal, guess where I'm going? Fucking Luxembourg. You just Look proved this. my point. You just proved my point. Yeah. You would go to another country if it's okay there and do it. You really want to use me as your moral compass? No, I guess not. Better think long and hard about that, bro. It's just just you eating horse meat in Luxembourg, and I'm just standing behind you in animal cruelty. Bro, what are you doing? It's all Bro, hey, knock it off. Stop eating the secretariat. Knock it off. I get full jersey on that, too. I'm just like, how could you? What are you doing, bro? But I'll eat a gator bite. Yo, think about Churchill Downs, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Uh, that's terrible. It is terrible. But I just love the idea of you trying to make the like the Seed Snobs World Tour event just to stop animal cruelty. It's just you pulling up to random countries and having a thirty minute speech about knocking it off. Yeah, I just put my paper and I'm just like, Yo, bro, animal cruelty is wrong and you better understand this shit. Um, also we're opening Snobs Land in Wyoming this summer. Make sure to come out. 
We will have Euro Snobs Land sometime in the fall of 2052. Hey, yo, bro, little animals, they don't know stuffs, all right? So you got to protect them. So you can't be, like, throwing them off, you know, ridges and stuff. You know, you got to protect them unless they're from the pound and they have no, no parents. That's okay. Listen, listen, Czech Republic, to a story I have to tell you about a little movie called Milo and Otis. And it turns out they love it there. It's a fucking sensation. So everyone gets excited and they find out you're just shit talking Milo and Otis. So they start pelting you with things and you have to run away. Oh, this is the best trip ever. Oh my god, they start whipping batteries at me and I'm like, can you afford, can you afford this? Can you afford to throw these triple A's at me? Well, that's how much they hate you. They're, they're actually spending they they pulled out the lithium ions to try to wing a match they're throwing tomatoes at me over in I don't know whatever country I'm in at the moment in Turkey or whatever I don't know one of them it's, it's I'm just like, every time they throw a new tomato at me I'm like waka waka motherfucker <laughs> where nobody gets it there's one person who laughs in the crowd in the back it's me. It's you. And you're eating horse meat and shit. Just and fucking shit at you like, yeah, get him. We're just in Belgium and they're just like, hey, try this burger made out of llama. I'm like, what? I'll Are eat everything. Insane? Bring it on. If, if uh, there's a Gila monster fucking sausage, let's do this thing. Oh, man, you're the worst. So what's your line then? What are you throwing pugs and kittens over a cliff for? How much? Ah. Uh, if I'm the PA and that's my job, what's your day rate? My day rate to do that, I, I got to be at least four fifty an hour. Jesus Christ, you're more than a production manager, but yeah, yeah of course. For, for throwing that stuff, I'm I throwing see. pugs, uh, literally puppies and kittens off of a hundred foot cliff to let them drop so we can get the shot. Guess what? You're paying me. <laughs> it's just, it's just for the rest of your life. Every time somebody snorts. You just have like nom flashbacks. For the rest of my life, every time right. someone goes, Hey, what movie did you work on? I'm busting out Milo and Otis. Like, I may have worked on Star Wars. It doesn't matter. I'm pulling out Milo and Otis for that story, bro. How messed up is it that you're like, All right, I'll do it for $450 a day? And you're like, Okay, great. They shoot the one scene that day. And then the next day, it's like, All right, go bring the pug over by that bear. For what? What? Just do it. Just do it. And then it eats like one pug. All right, go bring this pug over by that bear. And you just have to watch this over and over again as the PA. And you own, and then they fire you. And you're like, I made a solid $1,000 in two days worth of work for killing hundreds of pugs and kittens. Well, look, clearly I can never, ever go watch anything like the Jungle Book ever again. I can never watch the bear. Anything with any bears, no circuses. No zoos, like I'm out. Like, I, it would be difficult to go to uh, what do you the pen? Like, I could, I'd still go to a pen. Wow. I just wouldn't be able to get a pug. Like the moment I saw a pug, it would be like I start twitching, and like, <laughs> just crying, vomiting uncontrollably. <laughs> Dude, I oh man, I can't. No, no, no. There's nothing they could pay me. There's nothing they could, they could offer me a movie deal where I am directing their next big picture. And I'm like, no, I'm not, I can't, I physically cannot throw this dog off of this cliff. You want me to, I'm going to be holding the box of kittens and it's going to be like that scene in the rock 
when they had the giant needle. He's like, you yeah. want me to stick this in my heart? Are you fucking crazy? They're going to hand me a box of kittens and be like, listen, one by one, when we say action, just launch them. And I'm just going to be like, you want me to throw these kittens off of that cliff? Are you fucking kidding me? Welcome to Hollywood, kid. Live your dreams. And then I'm going home and becoming a podcaster because I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> oh, wait. So it's kind of how it works. Yeah, surprise. So you didn't have to throw the kittens after all, buddy. I didn't even get the chance to throw the kittens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's how messed up your story is. Oh, jeez. And that's what we're on. See, that's our line. Because there's way worse that happen in movies to animals. Oh, way yeah. Worse. Oh, dude, we haven't gotten into everything and I don't want to like after we got this no. far in so reading the stories was one thing but then just talking about them out loud and just realizing that was only like a paragraph of everything I read was chucking these pugs and kittens in in with bears and off of ledges it just it's horrifying it's terrible and oh all the horse stuff they did man they just hammered on horses constantly and freaking flicka they lost two horses in flicka flicka it's 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 yeah. I can't listen to the rest of your list because you've you've now taken that's the line for me. You said chuck the pug off of a cliff, and I was like, I want to hear no more. <laughs> I don't want any more animal stories. Oh, poor Lenny, man. I hope Lenny doesn't hear any of this because he was, hope, he might he might come attack me. <laughs> I hope he's watching Milo and Otis as he's listening to this this conversation and he never knew it before in his life and he's like I love my own notice the punks finally get their due oh yes they did oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. a couple of them got some uh, invitations to Bearlandia if you know what I mean oh man guess what you're like a punks are like chicken nuggets to bears yeah oh yeah you can't once you stop you can't you can't went mm. All right, I'm changing subjects because we're nearing the end right now. And I'm changing it because I said chicken nugget. And do you know I came up with my own drink? Uh, I'm terrified. What is it? It's called a Mick Manhattan. Okay. It's a regular Manhattan with a chicken nugget in it. <laughs> uh, nothing like a delightful whiskey nugget to top it off. And, and in my ingredients, it just says, whatever's in a Manhattan, chicken nugget. That's it. <laughs> Two chicken nuggets for the faith of heart. <laughs> there you go. I like it. Oh man, yeah, that's bad. That's all. I just can't. I can't talk about pugs getting thrown off anymore. <laughs> I can make a lot of jokes, and I can keep going and get bad. But I just, oh, I mean, we could keep getting into like when the big cats. Those are really exciting too, because they really get brutal with the big cat stuff. Oh, especially on that. Uh, what was that one set there? Uh, the one with uh, My- Michael Douglas and Val Kilmer. Oh, uh, um, Ghost in the uh, Darkness. Ghost, Ghost in the Darkness. Darkness. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of fun stories from there. All right, just we'll, we'll cover that one. No, this will be the last one because you're going to hurt my feelings. No, I don't want to anymore. We shouldn't talk about it anymore. It's all after right. ten. We should go. It's been fun. All right. Uh, all right. Thanks, everybody. Remember to uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, helps go a long way. We're having a where did I put it? Oh, it's right here. So we're having a contest right now. Once we reach 250. We will be auction, not auctioning off, but we're raffling off um, one of these uh, Rick Deckard Pop Vinyl uh, Funko Pops. So, yeah, get us to 250 subscribers. And then we'll be having another one at 500, 750, 1,000. Help us. It's a race to 1,000 on. Help us get there. Spread the word to your friends. 
Uh, like us on social media. We're at the scene snob. Uh, uh, you see, I thought about Lenny for a second there. Casey is at Twitter night. So it's Jedi night with a TW. Right. Because uh, it's smart. It is. It's like tweet. I love tweet. it. Fancy. Um, hello. I have arm patches and a lightsaber. <laughs> uh, and he's at Plotimus, uh 21, right? Or is it just mm -hmm. Plotimus? at Plotimus 21. Um, the Insta, the Instas. Um, so go check him out. Um, also, uh, yeah, just follow us on TikTok. We're at the Scene Snob. Uh, I've been doing a lot of dances. Oh, big announcement! Yes. Oh, big, big announcement! The first, we got our press passes. We will be covering uh, E3 2021 this weekend. Yes. So we're going to have some shows this weekend, just kind of covering everything. Um, yeah, we're going to line it up basically with uh, how they're doing their announcements. We'll take a look at their announcement schedules and probably do like a 15, 30-minute spiel afterwards. So as, as all the big ones come through, we'll have some fun stuff and news to bring to you, all cutting-edge, super exciting, and uh, as always, mildly entertaining. Yep, we'll be doing lives and stuff like that. And then uh, everything, of course, like this show and everything else is available on every podcast platform afterwards. You can go check it out. Like, rate, and review us everywhere. Um, and, yeah, with that being said, uh, I'm Mick Manhattan. And I'm the Madman. Y'all have a fantastic evening. Be good to each other. That's right. This, this has been the Scene Sounds Podcast, and we are live every Tuesday, and we will talk to you later. And that's our show, everybody. Thanks for listening or watching wherever you're checking it out. Uh, this show is brought to you by our sponsor, Manscaped. Uh, go check them out. They are saving our balls, and they can save yours, too, or somebody you care about. That's uh, a pretty awesome device, so go check out what they got, the Lawnmower 3.0, the Weed Whacker, and more. Uh, it's a great gift for Father's Day, birthdays, weddings, anything. Uh, so, yeah, head over there and use promo code SNOBS, S-N-O-B-S, and you'll get 20% off and free shipping. Also, we'd like to thank our super fan patrons. Uh, they are all Scene Snob family to us. Uh, they support us every month, and you can be one too. So head over to the Patreon channel, uh, the Scene Snobs, and uh, you can, it's $5 a month, and you can join in with helping support us and get the free perks too. Uh, also, you can follow us on social media. We are on everything at the Scene Snobs, so Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. Uh, we are on Facebook, The Scene Snobs, uh, everywhere. We have fun stuff always going on, always have contests and stuff, so go follow us, check us out. You can go to our link tree by going to thescenesnobs.com. There's our link tree, there's our patron, uh, there is our all of our shows and the links for all of that, so thanks again for checking it out. Just head over to thescenesnobs.com where everything is, and we will talk to you soon.